Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 2nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan! I'm doing phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> what, what more can I say? I was, I was really worried last night. I was, I, I'll tell you what, I was exhausted. I had a big oh, family yeah. get-together. Um, I was absolutely spent after a day in the sun. And uh, I was really, really worried about staying up for the Olympics. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through the Olympics. Sure enough, the boy from Bratislava holes out for Eagle from the fairway on the front nine. And all of a sudden, I was I, I, I was more locked in than almost any tournament I've watched all year. I mean, just life. full, Just full of life in the middle of the night. Just energizing. The entire, you know, watching experience, I was, you know, not to make this too personal, we don't need to talk about our personal experiences, not a complaint. At the end of a week at the beach, I was delirious, I just, you know, chasing the kids all week, might have had a few white uh, seltzers of some sort on the beach earlier in the day, last afternoon out there. It's like, I don't know, maybe I won't make it. He holds out. It's just like I, I, it was like two thirty in the morning, and I was bouncing off the wall. And I just like it was just one of those. Where were you? Well, you you will remember where you were. The experience of watching it. Golf Twitter was on fire. Thank for, thanks to most of you, many of you, you listeners were just amazing, cracking me up, keeping it alive. The broadcast sort of had to acknowledge what was going on. It was just a fantastic sort of middle of the night experience. I'll never, uh, I'll never forget. Probably. I I found myself, you know, I was just cackling as he <laughs> as he knocked down flag after flag. Like he just kept kept just. Flagging it. Yeah, I mean, it was absurd. It was an insane. I mean, he shot 61 with two bogeys. Two bogeys. Two bogeys. Two bogeys. He just Let's... was so locked in. And I, all I could do was, I was, it was, it was one thirty in the morning. And I'm like laughing out loud by myself <laughs> in a dark room. It was absolutely absurd. I mean, let's talk about this seriously for a minute. We'll get on Xander. We'll get the uh, playoff, the bronze and all that. Uh, but, like, this is a one story for us. Like, you know, look. We didn't expect, like, of all the ways this could go, like, I can't believe it when this happened. Like, we're just have, trying to have a little bit of fun with this sort of absurd thing, this guy changing his citizenship. It was like a little note in a column, I don't know, three years ago. Like, wait, 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 wait. Sabo, who's already a little bit of an infamous character, is now Slovakian. And, now, you know, we had fun with it for a few years. And all of a sudden, it's 3 in the morning, and he's shooting 61. It somehow almost came to fruition. I'm kind of happy he got silver. Like, the gold was really in play there. We thought it was going to be gold. I, I mean, think, Xander, like, what happened... Xander was doing his best to, to puke all <laughs> yeah. over himself down yeah. the stretch. But, you know, yep. he, he had just enough saves in his pocket. 
That's the but, thing. This is this was supposed to this whole thing. The three just years a joke. we got it's an extra fun. year. We got an extra year. Of the joke, <laughs> you did. Yeah. And it was supposed to like I was expecting it to just wander off into the sun with a oh, yeah. thirty two from Rory Sabatini at the Olympics. And here he is really having a shot to win gold. It was unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Sixty one with two bogeys. I mean, um, he hasn't played well in like the entire year. <laughs> He's been awful. This was not supposed to happen. Well that- I have some uh I have some secondhand intel. You know, this is what this podcast is for. Harmless bits of intel. Harmless, totally unconfirmed. This is some uh, secondhand from media folks maybe that were over there. Some allegedly he was out Saturday night. He came back. To the pack a little bit, uh, third round. Allegedly, he went out Saturday night and kind of took a full swing at it. People saw him. He was, you know, coming out of his shoes a little bit, taking taking a good full cut. Maybe that relaxed him. Maybe this was a 61 with the hair of the dog. I don't know. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Let's be clear about that. Uh, but, but rumors emanating from, a, you know, across the pond, across the... Uh, the Pacific Ocean, but like, like you said, like it's just golf. We try to have fun with this, like, and I don't know. Were, were there better outcomes? Probably the Koreans having a chance would have been great. But hey, this was such a blast in the middle of the night. It was honestly fun. This is why you watch golf. Why we do this stupid little podcast that it went this way was just blind dumb luck. I cannot believe this happened. And speaking seriously about the golf. It was, like, unbelievable to watch. He was so dialed in. Um, and he makes the two bogeys, right? The first one. I thought it was over on the second one. The second one was, like, oh, I thought it was a backbreaker. 16. Yeah. Oh, he just, that was such a horrible tee shot, right? He just kind of, like, just blocked it out, like, slapped it. Way foul ball, right? Got a horrible lie. He's, he's, Maybe he got you know, just the te- a wave of hangover right there. <laughs> <laughs> the temperamental South African versions coming out. You know, he's disgusted. His hat, he's pulling his hat down over his eyes. He's getting the, the anger is bu- starting to bubble up. You're like, oh God, this is going to be awful. This is just going to crash coming in. And he birdies the last two. But on the first one, the first bogey, so he starts five under through his first six, including the hole out. He's laughing. He himself is cackling in the fairway, talking to uh, Martina, who was became this focal point of the broadcast. I think at the end... <laughs> Rich Lerner called it a true love story, which was unbelievable. Sansi was sure to, in the in the interview goes, your second wife. Like you can't just call him his wife. Now nah, he goes, your second wife. I, I wonder if that's Tom, Tom Abbott was teeing oh, off on him. I mean, he was he was letting it rip. I mean, it's such a good thing to have fun with. I let I had fun. It's so, uh, you know, I just I made a mocking tweet about Abbott. It seemed like he was questioning his love for his country. People were like, <laughs> Abbott running through his citizenship timeline was classless. I thought it was hilarious. Got a tweet. Anyways, so Sansi says your second wife. I wonder if Savo that put him on tilt when it came to answering the rest of the rest of the questions. But Martina's factored in. She's laughing after the whole outs. But he makes How that about- first bogey. What? Go ahead. How about her after the putt? Or during the putt? On the 18th? Her, yeah, her yelling. Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, she was more locked. Here's the thing. Do you think she got Rory's best out of him? Because I kind of feel like she willed him to that silver. She was so in, locked she in. She was. She was. 
She and they're talking about. You know, Xander makes the birdie. You can overhear her, like, pumping up. 18's a hard hole. 18's a hard hole. It's going to be fine. Like, she, her commentary kept getting picked up, the audio. Um, you know, he's, it just... But, but he makes the first bogey, that part three. Then he comes back on the part three, hard-ass part three over that great yeah. bunker, right? I, I can't remember the number of the holes. Ten. The score, okay, ten. With that great kind of menacing bunker, that old school Alice. I don't know if it's still, uh, you know, Allison that intact, but whatever. Fascia, but yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right after this. Yes. Olympics. Yes. Yes. So, he, but he just dials one right onto the flag after that first bogey. And it's just, it was such a, a roller coaster. It was so fun to watch. So fun to kind of have the commentary. I don't, you know, he's after the round, he's talking about how he's trying to build the fires burning within the junior golfers of Slovakia that he's honored to be there. Um, it, it, it was just a fun, really fun experience uh, that I cannot believe this dumb little podcast gimmick was, uh, I'm not saying it happened because of that, but we were rewarded with such a fun watching middle of the night, watching uh, Olympics viewing. So it, it's, uh, it's it made the Olympics so much more exciting. I will say this, whether or not with Sabo, I really enjoyed the Olympics. I I thought that it was actually really good. I think, like, for me, the event carries greater meaning than almost every other event of the year outside of, like, the majors. Like, it feels like there's some enormity to it, and I think yep. that it's just, like, being Olympic gold medal medalist is like something that's tangibly a big deal, regardless of whether your sport takes the Olympics seriously or not. I think in the, I think that's something that like Rory felt as the week went on. He yeah. came in like with the with the typical PGA Tour like this is this doesn't matter attitude, and I feel like like any player that's from like a smaller country, not say you know USA. Ireland, UK, like Australia for a little bit. Like anybody in like one of those smaller countries, like CT Pan, like comes to mind, takes this thing super seriously, right? Like yeah, it's a huge yeah. deal. Um, but like I, I felt like the, there is something real about the Olympics. Uh, obviously, Sabo made like the night something unbelievable, but like. Them, like, playing, like, having three people matter, like, the first, second, and third, really gives the tournament more juice, you know? Yeah. Extremely more juice. Like, like Xander, that would have been a kind of a snooze-worthy final round if it, Xander was the only winner, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, he was kind of, like, just in neutral all day but had a lead, you know? And we He's see this so much on point. tour. Yeah, yeah where like a guy point. just like kind of coasts his way in, and uh, you know if those three spots like add so much significance and like the enormity of like the bronze medal like still being a big deal, yeah, and then there being yeah. like a cliff of like well better luck next year. <laughs> I mean right. Thomas Peters talked about it uh, they, after he lost the you know he was in a great spot to win gold or silver. And he and he ended up fourth, and how he says it's one of the most regrettable rounds of his professional career. Um, That's amazing. The Olympics tangibly has something, despite the PGA Tour's best efforts to make it the most insignificant event 
on, on the schedule. Yeah, well, I think that's, yeah, we could just transition to it now. I, I do think like, look, I'm going to read off all the quotes of the guys who said it was so great. Like, I think there's something to be said for like, the guys who were just there aren't going to come out. Like, these are the, there's like a kind of a confirmation bias about the guys who made the trip and were a part of it are going to say that it was awesome, right? Like, but I do think that, that it does resonate with the people who go to it. Um, but like you said, it felt like there was an import setting aside all the the real fun we had with the BFP, like that that was a blast. There felt like a real import and weight, like it felt important with with, uh, with Xander coming up eighteen, like some real real heavy weight and pressure to use an Azinger favorite. Like like it did feel like there was something more that you probably won't get in Memphis this week, right? And Memphis is a similar. It's a real sort of interesting back-to-back test of these limited field ones for a lot of money ones for no money um and and it it's the other one's kind of like this guaranteed rich get richer type deal um yeah it's it was it felt like there was real import to what was happening to xander's every shot whereas like i don't know if he's in memphis this week you know he'll want to win but if he blows it and makes a bogey or or makes a double or something at 18 um, instead of recovering for that par, like it's like a historic kind of, uh, not historic, but a very memorable blunder. Whereas if that happened in Memphis or wherever else, uh, non-major edition, you would, yeah, it's just like a thing that happened. Um, So yeah, it was, it was a great watch. I I think um, anything else on Sabo before we get off him? I, I just think like, the one thing. That, How about the golf? Golf was on in Bratislava, according to Frank McDermott. They were trying to figure out what it was all about, like explain the rules. It sounds like they still need to grow the game in Slovakia. Did you see uh, the Slovak headlines? It was like, who, who Rory Sabatini is and yeah. how he won the silver medal. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was ridiculous as they pinged back and forth from one Rory to the next that one was Rory and the other was Sabatini. They kept going back and forth from one to the, like, you know, the, as Sabo's a couple hours, I don't know, an hour ahead. And, and one's just Rory while the other is Sabatini as the other guy sits in gold medal pole position. Um, but it was just, it was a fun night. Hey, this is a admittedly unserious um, kind of, gag we got going but that was that was great that was really fun to watch do you know how many medals in the summer olympics slovakia has won in its history all time all time (laughs) medals all their first first olympics was 96 in atlanta so okay okay uh uh, 20 it's got it's a nation of 5 million people i think 20 53 uh 31 Uh, 31 total okay so 31 total. One of those, probably the only one, is from, you know, recently uh, South African-born you know, recent citizenship. Trying to build the fires. Silver. They've won 10 Try. golds, 14 silvers, and 7 bronze. Most of them canoeing. Canoe slalom, or right? Something canoe. Canoeing makes up for 19 of the 31 medals. Shooting (laughs) makes up for six of them. 
Uh, athletics? I don't know what that term. This is all for what does that again. mean? Yes, that's like, like a decathlon, decathlon or, or something? something. Yeah, yeah. They've had two swimming silvers, one golf silver now, judo, a silver in judo, and a silver in wrestling. That's what makes up their medals: canoeing, shooting, athletics, swimming, golf, now judo and wrestling. I mean, you take uh, out canoeing, and Sabo's like a huge part of their uh, summer Olympic history. Yeah. I mean, I think he still is. I, I honestly, I wonder if anything happens of this. The Slovak Golf Association just sees an influx. I, I, I mean, I got like serious people in, in golf, I don't know, media, the industrial, co- like texting me this morning, like, is this like our school's closed in Monday? Or, like, is this Sabo Day? Does he get, you know, a parade down the Danube River or, or the ticker? Tr- like, all the, like, it, it was just a, a fun, fun bit of uh, the, the 61. Is uh, 61's legit. Set aside all the jokes. The guy set an Olympic record. Not, not that the record books are thick, but uh, it, was, it was a fun watch. Um, Legitimately, I think there's only like 20 total uh, summer medalists from Slovakia. 20 people, a lot of double. Yeah, Yeah. about. I'm just looking at it, looking at the names, seeing the repeats. There's probably probably less than 20 total medalists in Slovakia. (laughs) And like, especially if you take off the canoeing relay teams where they get like four, which is kind of, you know. Yeah. I mean, in terms of individual sports, he's one of a dozen. If you're Higo or Bezadenhout and he takes you to the woodshed, is it like, are you like, do you hang your head? Like, what happened? I mean, or no, it's just, it is what it is. He wouldn't even be in the field had he not. uh, Here's a question. Is he eligible for the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup? I don't. (laughs) Well, we've, we've, we've broached this subject in the past. But we always tried to look. We thought we were banging this into the ground, beating a dead horse, and then all of a sudden, I mean, it's exploded again. Crewnecks will be back. We are making I don't more know crew if we run anymore. We should just no? reward the people. Keep it limited. People had faith before the sixty-one, before the silver, the silver boy. I did see somebody say they should. We should do a silver, a silver edition. So just turn okay. the text to silver. We could do that. We could maybe do. That. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. I forgot what we were saying. Anyways, it, it's I, I. I'm getting questions about can Harrington make him a pick? I I think he's got to be a Euro Tour member, and he's very disavowed, avowedly not a European Tour member. He's a died in the wool PGA Tour member for like 20 years now. And he just flipped to some Central European nationality. I don't think I don't think he's eligible. If I'm not can mistaken. I, can I ask so. you another question? Yeah, that's what we're here for. Sabatini, he's 45. Like, he's had a very good career. Hey, that was the other thing. Azinger, he goes, I had him at 48 a couple minutes ago. I I guess he's 45, but whatever. Still, I mean, I think three years is a substantial amount of time when you get into your 40s. That could feel like a lifetime. That that could change your entire body. Anyways, that was that cracked me up. Another thing at three in the morning, I'm dying of laughing. I had him at forty eight a few minutes ago. I, he's forty five, but whatever. He's old. Go ahead. So he's forty five. He's forty five. 
He's got five PGA Tour wins. Actually, six. Six PGA Tour wins. Is this his, the biggest moment of his career? Yes. Besides See, uh, so, the Ben Crane. So, so here's the thing. Cucking. The emphatic yes there. Yeah. Now, whether it's... I don't, I don't know if it's recency bias. The fact yeah, that... Yeah, I think we're kind of... <laughs> we're but biased The emphatic general. yes would point to the Olympics being a really, really big deal. Because this is the thing that I was thinking about almost all day today. Was like, is the silver like the most, you know, biggest moment in Rory Sabatini's career? And I kind of kept coming back to yes. Like he won Air, uh, Canada, Air Canada... FBR Capital Nissan Open. He won at Riv over Adam Scott. That was a big win. You know, uh, <laughs> Crown Plaza at Colonial, Byron Nelson, and uh, Honda. And he beat Y.E. Yang at the Honda. That's that's pretty yeah, big. That, yeah, that's, yeah, he always done well down at the Honda, Y.E. Yang. Um, you know, I, 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 it might be recency bias. It feels like it. It feels like his most... His biggest mark on the zeitgeist, the greater golf zeitgeist, is, has occurred with the silver medal. There's only been two Olympics, the golf Olympics, in our in our time, lifetime, and you know he's got one of the six medals. It's unbelievable. Here's, here's another and the record thing that and I the round, single round record, sixty one. Go ahead. Tying it back to the Presidents Cup debate, you know he won the World Cup with the uh, Presidents Cup captain Trevor. Yeah. I did know that. They were talking about that. Uh, or somebody was tweeting about it. That, it cracked me up. Maybe the past a lifetime. There. Past citizenship again. So he finished oh. runner-up in a Masters, too. That's his- <laughs> that was the other thing. I guess the gold gets you exemptions into all the majors, but uh, and he hasn't played the Masters since like 2012. I think Will Gray was talking about that. Anyways, just a grand party. So fun. I love that everybody had to really like actually acknowledge it the otherwise very serious commentators on golf tom abbott bothered by it rich Lerner was having fun like let's go to slovakia and tee it up uh you know will Grant, just everybody had so much fun with it this is what we're here for it's golf it's not a you know let's have some fun and, and it was enjoyable we don't need to get you know it, it's absurd that he just flipped and was eligible to play but hey he went there and he did it he had to still post a round and he did post a round all right we got 20 right. on on rory did we get did we hit it enough should we keep going no no do you think do I, you think there's any future like do you think he's got a lot of appearances now in slovakia like do you think yes. he's got a lot he's of responsibility to the country that he that he didn't have before this i mean what if he just used them and he divorces martina and he and goes, goes back. somewhere else? Yeah. What if he goes to, like, Saudi next? Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> I, you know, we don't need to take such Do you think Saudi Arabia turn. is going to look at this and think this could be a yeah. viable pathway yeah, into absolutely. golf? Absolutely. Yes. And who's going to go for it? Kokra. I mean, you... <laughs> Your boy. You could just put a bunch of money they in guys' bank account. go after Ryan Armour next. No, leave a hands off Ryan Armour. <laughs> for God's sakes. Um, anyways, whatever. Like, the 20 minutes we just did cannot do those hours in the middle of the night justice. I would say it was just really fun, uh, enjoyable. Where were you? Moment in history for just being goofy. All right. Let's also, do an ad not, read. not Jeff Knox tweeted about Co-Crack to Saudi. Just, you know, want to acknowledge. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Good. Good. 
Um, let's do an ad read for our friends at Zero Restriction, who I think they need to uh, come in. They're the Solheim Cup. Uh, they're the official outerwear provider for the USA Solheim Cup team. I think given our friendship with them, given our sort of uh, enthusiasm for Slovakian Golf Association, we should see if we can try to put bring these two parties together. I think it's outside of the, the USA Solheim Cup team, you know the fires are burning, as Rory told us last night. Maybe, maybe zero restriction can come in, get in on the ground floor at the uh, burgeoning golf business in uh, Slovakia as well. But I think if, if you reach it out, it seems like Martina is the place to go if yeah. you want to get get stuff done in, in Slovak golf. So, you know, at ZR sales rep, maybe, maybe check out Rory and Tina's uh, Instagram account. You know, what is it, Tina and Rory? So yeah, it's one of those combo, which that is such a red flag. These like yeah. maybe that's the generation, but like the the combo Gmail. Like the the so the Smiths at G like Bob and Jill Smith like the uh, setting up a combo email account that seems like kind of a red flag. Same with uh, maybe not for Instagram. Maybe that's a little different. Um, anyways, zero restriction. Uh, that is our the official outerwear supporter of the Shotgun Start uh, Fried Egg. They're part of Summit Golf Brands, of course. You're familiar with B. Dratty. Should be familiar with Zero Restriction. They've been in the game for 30 years, pioneering the performance golf apparel for men and women. Um, as we mentioned, Solheim Cup outerwear provider. So the promo code we have is USA25. That's 25% off everything at ZeroRestriction.com. There's no sort of exclusions or specific products might be you know, called, carved out of that. Uh, so it's USA 25 gets you 25% off everything at zero restriction. It's like, it's fantastic stuff from vests to actual performance to fashion. To, like it does everything rain, for my rain money. resistant stuff, rain, rain resistant and proof rain resistant. All right. Rain proof. Yeah, absolutely. So zero restriction.com USA 25 is the, uh, promo code. It is. Uh, we're transitioning into fall. They recommend the champ hoodie as this really popular item. I think you get your item. fall stuff now, you know, especially... With the 25% off? Especially if you live in a fake winter place. That's perfect for winter. Yeah. Yeah. Fake summer. Fake winter or fake summer? Fake winter. Okay. All right. Thanks to Zero Restriction. All right. Let's, let's, let's hit a few more Olympics nuggets. Xander, I'll just say, like... He felt like the right winner. I'm glad it, it got sort of, like you said, dramatic at the end. Uh, he was definitely leaking oil. If there was a pinhole in the septic tank, there was a, a big leak. They were s- s- dumping buckets out as water poured over the side of the boat. Xander. Um, if that goes he was, like another three holes, I don't know if he wins. Yeah. But it was a great par. I don't know that was a... You have like a lot of non-golf. How about, him, how about him going for the drop? Absolutely not. I love that Bones, great work by Bones out in front, found the official. He goes, hey, could this be a little TIO? There's a, there's a, there's a scoreboard up there, but apparently the scoreboard was beyond like the groves of trees. trees. <laughs> yeah. It's like, absolutely not. Totally unreasonable. And then Xander went for it too. Um I mean that was a good wedge shot, right? I mean it's a somebody it's a shot you expect Xander 
to hit normally, but those were abnormal circumstances with lots of pressure. Um, and it was a great par. I thought the one where he, on the par five, he made the bogey. That was a really good bogey. Uh, they were very lucky to find his ball. Then it seemed like he got sort of an unlucky bouncer, Drop. right? Or wherever the I mean, ball settled, but that's sort of the breaks of the game. And then he got lucky. He said, you know, he hit the tree, the limb coming down. Barely hit the ball. That he was goes, so lucky. He goes, I was so lucky. He's like, that was like a matrix thing that it just happened. I could have hit a million different trunks and shot backwards or out again. And he said he got lucky. So I'll take his word for that. He called it a matrix shot. So uh, it felt like a right winner, like a really elite player uh, who played well all week. Uh, I'm just glad it wasn't like a five-shot walk. And, of course, it adds a little bit of extra drama given our, our rooting interest at the clubhouse leader. So anything else on Xander? Does this do anything for you in terms of how you view him? There was a lot of talk about his dad being an Olympian and, and his, obviously, connection to Tokyo. So it just it felt like a great representative uh, for the gold. Well, this is, I think, that when, we, when we're doing flashbacks in, you know, 20 years... We're going to look back on, on Olympics a little bit, you know, as as a big event, I kind of feel like. I don't know. I think the scarcity of it every four years, I think this is something that is a big deal, you know, for the, especially going forward. I think in, te- in 15 years, assuming golf sticks around in the Olympics, Olympics is going to mean a lot. So, yeah, I think, I think this is a big deal for Xander. Um, Here's just... Justin Thomas, I, while we're know, go ahead, go ahead. One thing I was disappointed in: the telecast kept talking about his two and a half year drought in the winter oh, circle. Shadow. They were overlooking the shadow leaderboard. How he won the tour championship last year. It, I, it didn't feel like two and a half years. I got to be honest. Well, he won last year. <laughs> he did. He made a snide remark about that at Kapalua. He's like, "I guess I'm here, you know, because I didn't win, but I did." Um, you're, you're right. You're right. Um, no, it, it. I don't know if this means anything for the future. It's it's certainly a career highlight for him, regardless of whether he wins a major going forward or not. I think it will remain a career highlight and and certainly meaningful for him. Uh, and obviously, if you're American, there's a bit of sort of pride in in having getting a gold medalist. Um, here, you're talking about the Olympics and going forward. Here's the roundup of glowing praise. Here's Justin Thomas, who never really was in it, kind of was lingering down at the second half of the leaderboard, tried to get on a few birdie runs, but was never really close. Uh, here he is. Uh, <clears throat> it's just so different. It was cooler than I thought it, it was. I'm more proud of being here than I thought I would be. I thought I would be proud, but the first day or two, I immediately found out that this is like the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. The Ryder Cup is cool. The President's Cup is cool, but this is just so different. I grew up watching the Ryder Cup, the President's Cup, the majors, and never grew up watching this. So no one was ever able to relay or say how it felt being an Olympian, especially a golfer. And so it was really... I never, I was never hitting putts as an eight or ten year old on the putting green to win the Olympics and win a gold medal. So I think when you don't have the ability to dream something, when you get here, it's it can sometimes just take you by surprise. And this definitely exceeded this. Um, here's Colin Morikawa, one of the best experiences of your life. I'm walking away whether I got a medal or not. I'm Olympian, and that's what I said from the beginning of the week. But I think what today brought out of me was more than just playing for myself. I was playing for a country, and I was able to fight and dig deep. Here's Rory McIlroy. 
it makes me even uh, makes me even more determined to go to Paris and pick a metal up. It's disappointing to go away from here without any hardware. I've been saying all day, I never tried so hard in my life to finish third. It was brilliant the week. Again, I wish I was leaving here with a medal, but it's been a brilliant week and I've enjoyed spending so much time with Shane Lowry and all the guys. It's just been a throwback to the good old days when we didn't play for money. I made some comments before that were probably uneducated and impulsive, but coming here, experiencing it, seeing it, feeling everything that goes on, not just Olympic golf, but just the Olympics in general, that sort of Olympic spirit's definitely bitten me and I'm excited for how this week's turned out and excited for the future. So you have Rory, Colin, and uh, JT, two of which had a chance at a medal, one of which was never shot for a medal, kind of with the glowing praise. Again, I'll add the caveats that, you know, these are guys who went there. The guys who well, go, you're probably going to say... Thing. This is the thing. Being an Olympian is a massive deal for any athlete. Golf wasn't part of the Olympics. It gets added, and all these guys, like, poo-poo it. Like, it's like, oh... The Olympics, like, we aren't playing for any money. The FedEx Cup's more important. Well, Guess what? Like, there's a reason that Devin Booker got uh, got done with the play, uh, the NBA Finals and got on a plane straight to Japan, like him and Chris Middleton, because being an Olympian is a really big deal. It, it's yeah. like, I mean, that's like one of the top athletic honors that you can bestow on anyone. It's It's wild to me. How people have reacted to the how golfers. It actually is like kind of telling. It brings me back to the Nicholas Colsart's uh, quotes about the tour and yeah. like how yeah. it's like it brings me back to that, like this met tour mentality, this herd mentality. And we eat the same, uh, you know, salad every week at the, at the different stops and we stay the same. Like, this is like one of the best experiences that you can have as an athlete, without a doubt. I, I've never experienced it, but like when I, as an outsider looking in, as a sports fan, like being an Olympian is is about the peak of the peaks, and it's the it's, coolest it's not thing I've ever been a part to of. See people say this after they go, considering like, but what's surprising to me is the negativity that we still get from a lot of the top players of the world about it. When it's like you're throwing stones when you've never been there. Yeah. Yeah, and it, this it, was it, not it, even a real Olympics. Yeah, I, it might mean a lot to JT, but it doesn't have to mean a lot to DJ. I don't think it has to. Like, I just, I don't know. It, and and by the way, with Rory, like, Rory's getting, we're getting a lot of messages like this is so Prince of Pontevedra, reversing course, talking about how he was critical and now he was impulsive. Um, like, I don't think he says things he doesn't mean. Uh, I think in the interest of due diligence, we should note he also has a uh, media relationship with the rights holder of the Olympics. He also has a sponsorship with Omega, which is the timepiece of the... Like, I'm not suggesting that's why he would say this, but I think in due diligence and p- providing the full picture, I don't think he went because they told him to or, or anything like that. Uh, but it, it's, it's interesting to hear him reverse course. I thought what was most interesting was him talking about Paris, being de- more determined, because I think like... This is only going to get more juice because, A, we had the Rio thing with Zika and guys bowing out. And this one was sort of uh, like you have the coronavirus. It's jammed in the middle of the schedule. It's in the middle of the night in the U.S. And that's not to say that makes an event good or bad either way. But you're going to have something in Paris. 
after the Open Championship, after sort of the links swing, presumably, if that's still a thing in 2024. And then you're going to have Riviera. Like, it feels like this can only get better, right? Especially when you have people like JT and Rory who are going to be in the game for the next four to eight years. Maybe. Maybe. Colin Morikawa. Talking about how it's the coolest experience they've ever been a part of. So I think um, one of the cool things, too, is how much turnover happens in the four years of the field. Like, yeah, one of the things is you might only get one shot to be an Olympian. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, uh, if they had a better format. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of outcries for that, which has been the case since 2015, basically. Uh, let's talk about the playoff. Let's hit bronze. CT Pan, the bread man, uh, wins a seven-man playoff. I mean, this, this added two hours to my already delirious night. I actually tried to go to bed. I had it, but I watched it all the way through. I was tossing and turning. Uh, were you upset that they split him up into four and three? Did you watch? Did you hold on after the resolution no, of Xander? Okay. Once, right. once, once the resolution of the goal, I just I, I couldn't hang on to the rope anymore. Full disclosure, I, I didn't eat something good and, and it for dinner, and it, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it kicked in right at the end. It was a rough night for me after after uh, the gold medal. It was not right. it was not a good morning. It wasn't a good good night and. Uh, you know that was uh, that was the end of my uh, my viewing experience. <laughs> I mean, it was a good two hours. I people love this. I thought it was cool. The cool visuals. Hey, just added to like this being such an amazing night because you have Hideki, you have Morikawa, you have Paul Casey, you have Rory, and then you have like Mito, uh, CT Pan, and then who else? Uh, Sabasi. Like so, it was like this: seven different countries, four different continents, some like really heavy hit, like the, the heaviest hitters in the field, and Rory, Morikawa, and Hideki. Um, it was it was a cool visual. I thought it dragged. Quite honestly, I thought it was like a little bit just. But that was also because it was three forty-five, four in the morning. I think it was four forty when I finally turned in. Um, I watched. I, I did see it till the end. Uh, despite trying to go to bed. Um, I don't know. I, I, would you have rather them play all seven? Would you go four, three? And then they played as a five after Hideki and Casey got bounced on the first I think hole. they should have just done a chip off right off the bat, <laughs> knocked out high half of them. Um, set playing seven would have been utter chaos, but it would have yeah. been awesome. Uh, yeah. was, was Hideki the most disappointing late on Sunday? Oh, he played... He was, this was this was like, but he hit so many good iron shots and then hit so the many terrible so putts. Bad. I mean, this is the Hideki we kind of have come to know quite a bit. Um, I felt terrible for him. He should the gold was kind of on his putter there four or five times. It felt like well, the um, fact that he didn't even get a bronze is kind of right. wild. Well, this goes back to your Peters thing. It's like, like Morikawa. Almost jars it on the second hole, like jars it. Pan then comes right behind him and it puts it within, I don't know, within seven feet. But Morikawa almost goes into a tap-in, not kick-in, but tap-in. Um, and then he gets plugged in the face of a bunker, and that's it. I mean, that's it. Like, it's just, and that's golf, that's golf, right? You get bad breaks, but like when the bad break comes for a medal that you'll have forever and and the peterson like you're talking about it kind of is an extra kick in the nuts it plugs in the face of a bunker and that was it after the whole after he almost jarred it the, the best iron player in the world i thought that was um 
maybe a metaphor for things we've seen the last few years. Rory bombs it by everyone. It's like the most perfect drive you've ever seen. Uh, he's way past everybody. Morikawa, though. McElroy playing for bronze. Come make on. Sure, make sure. The silver boy, sure the silver he's... Slovak was already in the house with this metal around just, his neck. I just want to hold you accountable. All right. McElroy, like you're, you're right. Holding I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So he bombs it on the second playoff hole, like just doesn't have the sandwich. Whereas Morikawa is way, be- not way, but behind him and, and just drops one on top of the flag. And Rory, like, with a sand wedge, tries to play like this slope and feed it back down, which, you know, is creative. But meanwhile, you have more guys just like firing it at the floor. All three ball marks, Pereira, Pan, and uh, and Morikawa, like they're, they're just dart marks right within 10 feet of the, the hole while Rory tries to funnel it with a sand wedge and two putts for par and he's, he's out while the others go on. So uh, happy for the bread man. Seemed he was... Two out of DFL after the first round, I think, and gets a medal. Yeah, and he had his wife on the bag. The other thing I really appreciate about the bread man in China, China Taipei was yep. that they they gave the caddy a stand bag, which is totally like what you should do for the Olympics. Like it's the Olympics. Like there's no need yeah. for a sponsor to have a big spot on the bag. Like it, yep. that, that's the only reason they carry staff bags. I found myself rooting against outside of Slovakia. You know, I'd understand what they're trying to grow the game there, which is why they need the big bag. But, you know, these countries that think they're so important that they need a, sta- a, a staff bag instead of the, just a simple stand bag kind of was driving me nuts. Which ones had stand? Uh, I saw stand bag. Rory had a stand bag. Who had the staff bag? Rory US? had a stand bag. USA had a staff bag. I think Japan okay. had a staff bag. You know, okay. th- it's not good. Give the caddy break. Give him a little stand bag. This is the Olympics. Like it's not. You don't need the billboard. Not the week yeah. on tour. Yeah, that's a good point. I also think they should be allowed to wear shorts during the Olympics. How about the podium? Everybody had their sort of athletic gear. They're like <laughs> all these countries, and Rory's still in his like foot choice, his spikes. Whereas all the other guys it's like when you get out of the pool and they're like all right here's your track suit and your your team shoes you're supposed to wear to the podium <laughs> rory was like had the warm-ups the tearaways over like some all white foot choice or something like that unbelievable um hey another right, question for you yeah yeah this is something this is just a 3 a.m thought paul casey was absolutely the worst case scenario but he did the Paul Casey. He did Paul oh, Casey yeah. things, just you know, about, slapping it around. What about, what about his his tales from the Olympic Village? What? Just how much he loved it. He oh, did yeah. really and, seem to enjoy it. You think it's phony? Calling him out. I we got. Think, we did hear a lot about that. I think he. You know, like he's the one that tells everybody about it. Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, it's just, it's delightful. You wouldn't, uh, delightful. Yeah, you have no idea. It's, it's, it means so meaningful. All right. Um, set, it's uh, removing Saba, which I don't, I know you can't, like, was that, that was great golf watching, right? I mean, the, the broadcast kind of whipped around. You saw every so player. And, yeah. I mean, 
the, the announcers seem to have, be having a lot of fun. I love Azinger at the middle of the night when I'm delirious. I had a lot of fun with him. He was comparing Hoshino to Bruce Litsky the night before, which I was like, that's got to be the only person in the world thinking that comp. Uh, but it was just, it, it was a good watch. They bounced around and, and you, you have to see all the shots. Uh, you had a million guys in contention. So you're getting... Abassi Munoz, uh, you know, Tita Green, you get everybody's shots. I, I thought it was a really fun, good watch. So. Hey, congratulations to uh, Chile. Oh, they get the aggregate or the, the combined? Yeah. Shot yeah. 29 under. Now, I'm not sure if this – I thought we were – I you know, our, our scorekeeper here, uh, Debruti on, yep. on Twitter, yep. he paired Xander with Patrick Reed. And Morikawa and JT. So if you put Xander and and Colin Morikawa like we they talked would, about, they would have won. They would, they would have won definitely. But okay, Chile. How about that? that? I mean, this is why this is the case for having the team competition too. Imagine Chile winning the gold medal in golf. That'd be sweet. And That'd not only sweet. that, like in the mix, Mexico was really in the mix. Would have been really in the mix on on Sunday. We have. I have a friend from. Chile around here knows nothing about golf doesn't care he doesn't care about golf and like he just started asking me all about Neiman like what's the deal like he, the people are fired up you know it's like it, it whatever it's a side personal story but again just no, like you talked about conveys- where other countries it really resonates and pops uh in a way that maybe people don't know nothing or don't care about golf I think part of being you know as somebody that grew up with the United States like obviously we have like very we win tons of gold medals. Yeah, a country like Chile doesn't win a lot of medals. Like right. a country like Slovakia doesn't <coughs> win a lot of medals, <laughs> and it's a really big deal when they do. Anybody does. So I think that's like the thing. That's why there needs to be a team competition. Because sure, like as it broke out, say say we had the Xander Morikawa team win gold and Chile finishes second, and then the UK finishes third. Like, in the mix, Austria was in the mix. Belgium was in the mix. Japan, you know, and Mexico. Massive national all, story. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah. you're... It, I think this is the tour. I think the tour is trying to make this the most uninteresting event they possibly can because it's not theirs. Monaghan was there. Come on. They're part of the know, IDF. Monaghan was on the they're, medal they're doing ceremony. Their part. They're yeah. doing their part, quote unquote. They're yeah. taking the week off, but at the same time, I think that the format has is a direct correlation to them not really wanting this to work because it it derails. It also it's got the potential to bump the fifth major, the the first major. Should no, I say? No, I don't think. Out, it's every out, four out. years. It's every four this years. This might be it's a major. Then Sabatini has the greatest round of major championship history. <laughs> All right. That's plenty on Olympics. Just, you know, I, I don't. we don't need to make it the biggest thing, but God, that was so fun. It was a fun Saturday night, uh, middle of the night. So, uh, All right, moving on to other things from the week. Oh, one last thing. What I really think, as it got late, the best case scenario for me would have been low Rory. And Sabo was one spot up on the podium, just a little higher. The, the, the both Rory's making the podium would have been just so delightful. <laughs> and McElroy getting bronze, I thought would have been just God. He was the love Rory battle was he just, 
He makes so many mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what he's kind of like now? He's like devolved into like J.R. Smith. Oh, come on. Were mental mistakes kind of thing? Or well, it's what? like it's, you love him because he can just like knock down like six threes yeah. and a half yeah. for you. But then yeah. he'll, he'll like, you know, do his J.R. Smith stuff. I don't Okay, maybe. All right, I like it. I like where you're going. I don't know if he's quite like oh, you know, role-player-ish. I'm not saying he's J.R. Smith total. I yeah, think I wrote, I gotcha. I wrote an article. There's a dynamic like three, to it. I wrote right. an article like three years ago that comparing him to Dominique Wilkins, how he looks like Jordan, you know, yeah. and how okay. he looks like Tiger at times, but he just isn't, he's not the same. Yeah. But now, at this stage of his career, he might be more J.R. Smith. Just That's good. I like Great. it. I, passes the eyeball test, but littered, littered with with air, uh, with mistakes. Elsewhere from the weekend in golf, the Western Amateur. Uh, do you who won that? Michael Thorpe Jordan, right? Yeah, Thorpe Thorpe Thor Bjornsson's son. <laughs> Just on a tear, on a tear. Uh, event of the week. Uh, can you relay what the, one eagle-eyed listener sent us? Oh yeah, the, this is this is great. <laughs> I, I I zoomed in. I did some more investigative reporting. It definitely was. He was wearing a Lollapalooza wristband on Sunday. So Lollapalooza, for those that don't know, if you if you don't know what it is, it's like the biggest music festival in the Midwest. Yeah, um, in the country, and, but yeah, certainly the Midwest. Yep. And yep. you know, it's four days in Chicago. It's an utter shit show. Yeah. I, I, I had nostalgia as I was looking back through Lollapalooza pictures this weekend because, I, you know, you see everybody posting them. And, you know, me as a father of a young child has not yet gone back, returned to Lala. I don't know if I yeah. ever will. Well, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, I found it amazing because this is like this most strenuous test in golf. Arduous. Right. So he's, he's playing 36 a day. And then he's going downtown and going to Lala, <laughs> taking it to Lala when he's done with his matches. And he's, he's got his wristband on. And winning more matches. Like, I I want to know what he was listening to. Like, what, what shows did he go see? <laughs> what stage? Yeah. Was he at Perry's uh, tent? Was he in Perry's <laughs> tent? Or was he more of a, you know, I don't, I don't know what they call it anymore. Was he more of like the lakefront uh, stage? <laughs> or was he I hanging out in the Grove? Uh, just just prancing down the fairway with his, his wristband on from the music festival. I loved it. All right, anything more on the Western Am you want to add other than that's our resolution? We have our champ, uh, the masters of I amateur got, golf. I got an issue, an apology. You know, I, I said Trent Phillips was from uh, Clemson. He's, okay. a, he's a Georgia boy. Sorry, oh, sorry right. all the Georgia Georgia fans. Yeah, I get they get it and get in your... Getting your ass about that. The Georgia State Golf Association boys, we love them. They're uh, avid listeners. We appreciate that. Um, all right. Elsewhere, the Senior Women's Open. Annika just dominates at Brooklawn. Wins by eight, wire to wire. Lizalette Newman was four under. Annika was 12 under. Uh, straight off the Celebrity Tahoe event and just wipes, mops the floor with everybody. I don't know. I don't have any. I think this could become a theme of the next five to ten years. We could see a event. lot of U.S. Senior Women's Opens hoisted by Annika. It it wasn't really close at all. Like, 
I does mean, she to, play to, competitive to, golf much anymore? Like, I don't think she does. She just comes out aside from Well, she played a lot event. this year. We saw her more she this did. year than we've ever seen her. I, I imagine made that was cut. all in, in a lead up for this. Yeah, made the cut at Lake Nona. But yeah, I mean, this was not close. She won by eight. Dominant, dominant performance. Uh, an event that I think is a cool added value to the summer schedule. Go ahead. Yeah, I was to say really cool event. It's it's cool to see, you know. Like I think this is the difference. Is like we don't get. I know that there is a a senior tour for the women, and but we don't get hit over the head with it uh, like we do with the Schwab, Schwab Cup. Cup. <laughs> um, it's really neat to watch the legends of the game play in in a championship setting. Um, like it was. It it's just neat seeing Laura Davies and Julie Inkster and. You know, Joanne Carter out there, she beating her age, really cool. You know, she didn't make the cut. She almost made the cut at 82, which is neat. But, like, the best players in the game, you know, uh, in the women's game playing. Uh, and, obviously, Annika hit 50 this year and, and could be an absolute killer on this at this event. Could, yep. could hang 10 more majors on him. This was also the subject of like my favorite video I saw. They the USGA team did some like where they spliced in yeah like similar faces they were making when they were young to now being senior tour player. It was I, I don't know. I just thought that was well done. Uh, catnip for me at least. Uh, elsewhere in golf on the Europe Euro Tour, Daniel Gavins wins the modest golf management ISPS Honda World Invitational. I don't know who Daniel Gavins was before today. Um, he shot a final round 65. Sounds like everybody just blew up around him. Daniel Smith, David Horsey, uh, couldn't gallop across the finish line. Got <laughs> broke down on the back straight. You know what he got uh, scared the, of? The, what? Entering into the Cosia zone. <laughs> that That's was, true. I was, you don't want to go. That, I thought he was going to win. And I was thinking, man, he, he might be a, a formidable match for Cosia. <laughs> He had three wild lost drives, including on the last hole, just not. And Daniel Gavins wins the European Tour side of that. On the LPGA side of that, and apologies for my pronunciation butchering, it's Pajari Ananarukarn. Ananarukarn. Her first victory on the I LPGA. I heard him say it on the, on the telecast, and it, I think it was more simple, Ananarukarn or something. Okay. I'm I sure everything a, makes more sense than we make it. I apologize as well. Beats on a tally. To, to look it up and figure out how to say it, but I didn't. I apologize. Beats Emma Tally in a playoff. Uh, Cup show was in Cup the... Cup show. That was a rough finish. You know, bogey, what, three of the last? Two of the last three, I should say. Uh, so not not a great finish for cup show especially as she's battling for uh solheim cup it seems like she will probably she actually she opened the door she bogeyed two of her final three holes and then she hit a final shot into the water at the uh, 18th hole um so not she kind of blew it coming in opening the door so that's your uh, european tour lpga let event uh recap news real quick I saw Paula Rito knocked out of the Olympics by a false positive, which is awful, awful break. We never discussed and the, the, and the open and the open. The, the British, yeah. Uh, we never discussed last week 
just slipped through the cracks in the BFB mania. Eamon Lynch's report that the tour is going to ban players from going to play the Saudi international event. Man, uh, it sounds like it's forbid. More they're going to fine. Fine, yeah, that's true. Which that's true. Saudi Arabia, which will surely just turn around and make write it up. It. Yeah, make it up. I, I don't know if I recall this like precedent. I, we're young. I'm sure there are prior. I can't think of an event that jumps to mind where the PGA Tour was like, you can't do that. I know they have to. They asked. They had to have their blessing over the match and things like that and wet their beak on the match. But I just don't recall this happening i'm not necessarily like against it but uh i don't remember that that them sort of telling their players no you cannot go do this so anyways all right that's it for news as far as i got you got anything else do you think co-crack is no longer on featured groups because of the golf saudi thing do you think that's going to have an impact on him and in the future and pga tour live I mean, as we've seen with Westy and others, you, sometimes you just got to play your way in and just say the hell with it. Be so good they can't ignore you. Start leading some FedEx Cup events, the playoffs. I could see him. I could see Kokrak just going big in the playoffs. Feels like something that would happen. Feels very FedEx Cuppy to me. So, all right. That's it for historic, wonderful weekend at the Shotgun Start. Thank you all. For your indulgence of our stupid little boy from Bratislava, the Slovakian silver uh, enthusiasm. We appreciate it. I was it was thinking, such a fun night. You know, Shackelford was poking fun at uh, our merchandising. Well, what's wrong with that? What do you have to say? Yeah, then he got just, on board. He's just, yeah, he's on board. But He's grumpy. I was saying we should do Rory, you know, next to the Bratislava skyline biting a silver medal that's pretty good silhouette we could do that real a serious note this does have me that much more excited for the women's side too coming up like just the way that one went out like i'm I'm excited to watch the women so i do i do miss uh the rio golf course yeah the golf course kind of stinks that's true that's true. It, it was very soft, at least uh, for the men, the finish. So. All right. Thank you all. We'll be back Wednesday, whatever it is, Tuesday night with a preview of the Women's Olympics. And I guess Memphis. Are you excited for Memphis after that Saturday night from Tokyo? You pumped no. for the FedEx, you know, I'm, Saint Jude? I've never pumped for that. Event. PPC in attack. All right. We'll talk to you then.